0: Improving your business and your life. So I'm going to just give everybody a three simple tips uh, and, and things to really think about, things that I've learned from from the many business owners, entrepreneurs, and top agents that I come across. And, and sometimes, and I always find, Todd, that success – is no. It's not so much about the leads as much as just the mindset and how you approach your business and 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 how you deal with yourself emotionally uh, approaching your business. So, tip number one, um, this is a huge one because I uh, I find this a lot, but. We as agents should should avoid those who aren't helping our business. If if, if you're spending a lot of time with people who aren't helping you grow your business, uh, you're probably doing it wrong. Um, Stay away from negative people. And the reason that I say this is because I'm out in the offices that I work with agents from other brokerages and, and and so forth, and and sometimes we can be a negative lot. And when we hang out with each other, we hang out with negative people. All of a sudden, we've got negative attitudes about the business, the industry, maybe our own brokerage. Stay away from those who are never happy. Yeah. Okay. You got people just never happy. I can't. There are certain people in my life that that I you just can't ever make happy, and you know who you are, (laughs) and you know who they are, Um, and if you're sitting there right now getting really angry at me right now, you might be one of them. Uh, (laughs) Don't spend all your time with underperforming agents, uh, and find those who you want to emulate, you want to find the successful agents. Uh, I find that, that we in the offices, we hang out in packs, and they'll be the pack of agents. They're all underperforming agents, and we spend all of our time getting ideas from underperforming agents, and it doesn't necessarily help us. I once came across a, a, an agent out of the East Valley. She was brand new to real estate, and we started talking about her lender, and she says, yeah, her good friend just became a lender, and that's her lender. I'm like, so now we have two of you that don't
1: know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> no exactly you know this is adopting a behavior is really what it is and you know it, it's it's like anything else if you were if if you go through 66 days which is what it takes to form a habit good or bad and you emulate those behavioral aspects that that are those of an underproducer, guess who you're going to become? You're going to become an underproducer. And it's not because you willfully want to do that. It's because you're subliminally being directed to do that with your subconscious. So this is why people talk about vision boards. This is why people talk about you know, uh, positive affirmations and things of that nature. Stay positive and surround yourself with the kind of people you'd like to become.
0: All uh, right, number two, get started on something. Okay, so we spent so much time talking about 2017 goals, putting together our business plans, and there are many of us that are still stuck in the mud and haven't done anything with those goals, okay? Uh, It's one thing to talk about it, but at some point, we've got to get started. So look back on your 2017 goals. Have you started to implement any of them? (laughs) Because at some point, you have to start trying things, And, and I find that one of the biggest reasons... That holds us back from trying new things is that fear of failure um, I will guarantee you you will fail at things i I look back on my career and all the different things that that i have I have attempted to do and and my career my life is littered with failures more failures than than successes but uh, at the very least if there's anything that could be said about me besides the fact that I eat a lot <laughs> is i I've, I've never allowed the, the the fear of failure to keep me from trying things and really that we have some great ideas you've been Seeing what some of these other agents are doing, um, and something is holding you back from trying something. So my my advice is just start. Get off the starting line. Get off the bench, and and put something
1: to action. Well, exactly. You know, a, a long time ago, I heard of this uh, acronym, fear, and it was called false evidence appearing real. And and when we get when we we become. Uh, threatened or uh, intimidated or we believe we, we create our own obstacles and and so what what you really want to do is you want to find out the kind of behavioral assessment that you have you know are you the kind of person that likes business to come to you or are you the kind of person that wants to go get it because you're just so into the statistics and the numbers you want to you want to beat that other agent you want to produce more than that other agent uh, because if you don't have that then you need an activity that'll put you in and make you a contender so when you're doing that what will you have to wake up every morning what will I do today? Um, you know, anybody can stand over you like a, like a boss and tell you what to do and you'll do it because that's the job description. But the moment the boss isn't paying attention, do you continue doing it? And when you're then,
0: an agent, you don't have a boss. Yeah,
1: right. So when your coach is gone, when you, when you spent the money for a good coach or, or, or uh, one of your fellow agents is willing to, to help you, um, when they're not paying attention anymore, do you go back to your old activities or do you stay with your new activities? That's really fail a lot. That's my goal. Fail a, fail lot, a lot and fail fast so that you can get to those things that you have determined work for you.
0: And, and maybe some of this is just picking up the phone and start prospecting and i uh, my eleven year old two weeks ago um he he 's at the point in his life, and he asked a girl to the valentine 's day dance so this is this is a big deal in in our house, and so we were I was replaying you know the first time I ever asked a girl out, and we were going through all this and trying to overcome fear and it was It was his first lesson with his dad, and it 's something I tell all agents. The worst that anyone can ever say to you is no. Yeah. Okay, so you say no. So yeah. you don't deserve it. didn't it, hurt you. Yeah, so you, so you move on to the next no and you move on to the next failure. Uh, you know, failure is, is, is not permanent. It's, it's just part of the learning curve. And every, every top producing agent that I know uh, has probably will tell you they have failed more times than they've succeeded until they have found those things that work for them. And then the third thing is uh, get organized. And now I'm just going to uh, – everybody can just turn off their computers because now I'm just going to talk to myself because this is, this is my Achilles heel. Uh, organization is, is everything. Good ideas are never in short supply. I mean, I could I could spend an hour and give you so many great ideas to help you improve your business. However, though, if you are not organized, you will have a hard time implementing these good ideas uh, properly. Or if you're able to implement a few of them, you won't be able to implement as many as you need. So organization is key. And I would just say to all agents, I would start with this. Master your CRM. Mm -hmm. Okay, your CRM is the lifeblood of your business. Um, I've, I've had the privilege in the last three months to work with a few agents that are brand new to real estate, just got their licenses, they're ready to go, and I'm now telling them I do not want you doing open houses. I don't want you marketing yourself on Facebook. I don't, I don't want you to do anything until you can teach me how to use your CRM. Because once you've mastered your CRM and you know how to organize your CRM, uh, then all of a sudden you can handle a flood of leads. What happens to us, we get so many leads, so many contacts, and then we're always trying to play catch up. A, B, C, D. And, and then the, the other one is know your systems. I like to say what happens when. Or I, I like to use the, the term protocol. So I go out, I take a listing, uh, the seller signs the listing agreement. So what happens? What system is engaged. Uh, when do I schedule the open houses? How many and when do my postcards go out? Do I canvass the neighborhood? What What are the things that that, that always will happen every time I take a listing? And then when I sell the house. What happens? What protocol, what system is engaged? Do I send follow-up postcards? Do I, then, do I walk and canvass the neighborhood handing out just sold flyers? Whatever the systems are for, for every potential scenario, you need to have a system. I meet eight people at an open house. What happens? Well, immediately, I put them into my CRM. Okay, what system now in place? How frequently do I, do I communicate with them? What do I communicate with them? What happens when I sell a house? Okay, we just now closed on this house. What happens over the next 12 months? What system is engaged? How frequently do I follow up? When I follow up, what do I follow up with them about? What do I do about the the person on the other side of the contract? Because guess what, agency is over. over, and chances are that other agent is going to forget about them.
1: Yeah, and, t- and, and statistics for NAR still show that the average agent twenty six percent of the uh, of the agents that are out there actually retain and, and communicate with their agents. So it's, you sit back uh, with their clients, and you sit back and you go, why? You know, the most expensive thing in your real estate career is going to be obtaining a client. Once you've t- obtained them, and you have them, and you're communicating with them regularly about anything, I don't care if it's hiking or or whatever their favorite activity is. The point is you have to maintain that communication. Think about it. Mary Kay, Amway, Network Marketing, all these companies came out and they took the person who's not the salesperson and some of them got it and they became phenomenal at sharing what they do And explaining the benefit, or the people that they've helped, and explaining that benefit to someone else who has a similar need. So stop. You know, the the top producers have a horrible time. A high driver has a horrible time with shiny objects. Every time there's a new shiny object, there's a new way to make money. They want to add it to their arsenal uh, because they're all about you know big thinking big. But here's the mistake. Here's the mistake people do, Mike. And this is how I'll, I'll close: is don't confuse being busy with progress.
0: Now, every every top producer I know has got their systems in place.